Welcome, welcome to the Creative Minds Podcast. I am so grateful that you chose my podcast to listen to, where we have raw, honest conversations that leave you inspired, empowered, learning something new, and give you tips and advice to make you feel unstuck. So this is your host, Ida Tilio, and I'm super excited for you to check out this episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Creative Minds. Joining me here today is David Marl. So David, can you start off by just telling us who you are and what is it that you do? Sure. I'm the founder of Blue Roo, uh, which is a coaching and consulting company. And what I have done for the last 30 years, I've led company-wide transformations at three Fortune 500 companies, Mm -hmm. uh, serving in senior leadership executive roles and as well as startups. And throughout that 30-year career, I've helped over a thousand people and businesses find fulfillment in their lives, their careers, their products through my coaching and consulting. And in the midst of my own career transition, I was able to put a name to the practice of helping people find their purpose. It's called Ikigai. And I've created a process and a framework around that to help people and businesses uncover their purpose and bring that into their lives and those around them. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. So can you just walk us through a bit about, about on actually how you started off, how your journey was like, what drove you to start your own business, and why did you choose to help people? Sure. I'll say four or five years ago, I could see that my career uh, that I had shared with you a 30-year career at Fortune 500 companies was not going to end the way I had planned. Um, uh, You could just see trends and and things in the business. And as a result, um, I got active on LinkedIn um, because the last place you want to be on LinkedIn is when you need a job, right? (laughs) First reaching out to people. Um, And in the course of that, I just started sharing things that, you know, I I felt or thought and, and just, just putting things out there, just, me no agenda no yeah no no plan or marketing or anything and so it, uh since it was just me after a while i asked some folks uh you know what's what was their impression of, of what i did and what was my brand and one uh, one friend of mine said well i don't know about your brand but you ought to look into ikigai and i'm like what's that he said oh I just go look into it and so yeah, yeah. so that's that um and what I found was that I had been looking for that for a long time and had found elements of it and putting a name to it really helped me kind of bring it all together. And then when um, uh, my the division I worked at was was dissolved at work and they offered me another another role or I could take early retirement, I saw that yeah. as an opportunity to do what I had been wanting to do and what I enjoyed the most, which was helping people yeah. find their purpose. And so I yeah. started uh, started my own company and that's what I've been doing. So it's very interesting that you say you want to help people find their purpose because um, I personally love that and it just inspires me as well. But what drives you to do that? Like, why do you choose to do that? Some people don't care. People are like, you know what? I want to make my money. Uh, I want to just make everything for me. Why is it that you care about other people to help them find their purpose? Oh, yeah. So the, um, the power of, of understanding Ikigai is really, that's, that's your purpose. That's what you're, you're here on earth to do, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, mine is to encourage, empower, and enable people to be all that they 
can be. And so mm-hmm. when I'm doing that, that's like my highlight of my life when I, and yeah. it can be done in any number of ways. I, I mm-hmm. share with people, <clears throat> pardon me, a little raspiness this morning. Um, <laughs> I share with people that, you know, when I was, I was a disc jockey for a number of years, I was on radio and TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a Sergeant in the Marine Corps. I was an engineer. I, I was an executive. I've been a coach of an eighth grade girls basketball team, all of these things. <laughs> yeah. And in all of those, when I was in, in that, that state of flow, when I was in, at my happiest, when I was feeling the most fulfilled was when I was helping people in those roles, mm. you know, live out their purpose or, mm. or achieve, you know, their own goals, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And so, mm-hmm. so in all those states, that's what really, you know, gets me jazzed and mm-hmm. gives me energy and mm-hmm. fulfills my purpose. Amazing. So David, you talked a lot about Ikigai. So can you tell us what Ikigai is? Sure. It's a, the word ikigai is a Japanese combination word that means life purpose. So uh, it's mm. it's about you know what I mean, why do you get up in the morning, right? Your your, mm. your purpose, your calling. It's what gives you meaning to life. And living out your ikigai is that that unique expression that only you can do because it's it's about you, right? Yeah. It's your gifts, it's your talents, it's what it's what drives you. And so living out your ikigai is that uh, that fulfilling that purpose and how do you help people kind of navigate through that so if someone comes to you and he was like david i don't know who i am i don't know what i care about i need you to help me through the whole process i need i need a purpose so how is it that you approach a situation like that sure um i love that conversation first of all because i when someone is at that point then they're really ready to, yeah. to you know, to uncover it. Yeah. And I use the word uncover because the Eureka guy is there, right? The, the, the essence of you is there mm. and life sort of happens and we get disappointments and we get, you know, we got to do's and all of that kind yeah. of piles on. And so really the process is helping people uncover that. And um, I do that in my coaching through uh, three different phases. The first is that uncovering. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of, you know, self-reflection and, you know, asking things like, like, what would you do if you were done? If you were done with what you're doing now, what would you do, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then helping them get a name for it. So naming it, like to help them. Uh, I do the, the values, verbs, and verse exercise mm-hmm. with someone. And that's really find out what, where your values are. What are those verbs that you're doing? So I shared encourage. I encourage people a lot. That's that's kind of what gets me going. So that's mm-hmm. one of my verbs: empower and enable. And then a verse to give you, you know, your your sentence, if you will, because if you understand it even even a little bit and can share it with someone else, then they can help you and support you in your your mm-hmm. mission and and maybe maybe give you a deeper understanding of it. Yeah. And, and then finally, it's living into it. It's finding that way to to manifest that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shared with you lots of different ways to do that, uh, but especially someone, I'll, I'll say, maybe early in their careers, they're trying to figure out what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Connecting to your ikigai is a really powerful way to find those those roles and, and strengthen your opportunity to both understand it and to live into it. Mm, awesome so i have a question here so i personally am curious about personal growth i'm curious about trying to understand at a deeper level understanding life at a deeper level and i'm curious about kind of like you said like 
figuring out who I am and kind of deconstructing and going backwards really figuring out that core but there are other people who are not still like or are not really aware of that or don't really care as much so when you come and approach them and ask them so what are your values they have no idea so how how can you get them to see what they're good at and how can you get them to see because like self-reflection takes time. It's, you cannot just come to one person and that person kind of can give you everything and tell you everything about yourself. How can you integrate that and, and not um, take so much time and get them to realize their worth and their value and start taking action on that? Sure. It's, um, it is a challenge because you do have to be willing to do some level of self-reflection. Yeah. As, as you said, though, not everyone's good at that necessarily. And so yes. uh, part of it's helping them along. That's why it's important to have a coach. Yeah. It, it helps to have a coach just because you're, um, you're seeing the world as it is, as, it, yeah. as you think it is, right? And yeah. it's hard to break those barriers down yeah. and see it as it could be. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things I, I have... Um, uh, a young man I'm coaching right now and he struggled with that and some of the things I asked him was like just what was what was a really good day for you yeah what was the last tell me about the last really good day you mm -hmm. had and started sharing you know elements of, of highlights or when he felt felt energized or when he you know didn't feel so energized and and you dig into that and so for him for example um, he had some some challenges at work and just wasn't he wasn't being heard at work he didn't he didn't feel like he was being respected and, and some things like that and what we came to was he really likes to have a level of influence he wants to be able to influence decisions and and so forth right and to be able to do that uh, that's kind of his that's what gets him jazzed yeah and in early in his career, he's not able to do that as much. Or in some of the jobs he had, um, one employer didn't want to hear from him. He just wanted him to do the job. Yeah. And so, so even that level of understanding has given him an opportunity to, uh, he moved into a different role actually now because he was never going to be able to connect even mm. with that, that initial understanding of the Ezekiel guy mm. in a role where it's just do what you're told and, don't say anything. <laughs> right. I remember one one question that came in mind when I personally started doing this, or actually started getting curious about all this, was um, so what was something that I used to do as a kid that excited me? Like literally, that was the first question where I was like, okay, like I don't want anything about me, and I want to figure this out, right? And another thing that you mentioned as well was um, how we kind of have those filters that we face in our lives where like we can no longer see things as they are, but it's because of those things that the filters that we created in our lives that we see only part of what life really is. We don't see it as it is. And it's just looking at it from a bird's eye view, from a bigger perspective of a higher perspective and looking deep down at it with the truth. I think that can really like help so much. And so is Ikigai specific to a certain group age or is it for anyone at any age? Yeah, it's for anyone at any age. Okay. Um, I, I define uh, Ikigai into three eras. Mm -hmm. um, if you think about our, our lives and our average mm -hmm. life expectancy, we get mm -hmm. about three windows of 10,000 days. Mm -hmm. um, 
zero to 27, 27 to 54, and 54 mm-hmm. to early 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you get beyond 80s, you're in bonus time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so uncovering that can be different aspects because um, part of part of the refinement over the years for mm-hmm. me has mm-hmm. been doing different things. And so yeah. there's, there's an element of that. So early on, uh, people spend maybe more time in the experimentation stage and in the prototyping stage and in the middle it's growing those skills and and really refining that and then the final is really finding a way to do it the way you've always wanted to do yeah. <laughs> right a lot of uh, a lot of people especially in their you know their 50s feel something's missing they felt mm. there's more to life when they hit yeah. that stage and then they found ikigai was the answer for them yeah i would i would say if you think about your understanding of ikigai when you're early in your journey, it's this big. Mm. And as you go into it more, it gets finer and finer until you really mm. have a super deep understanding mm-hmm. of it. So it's absolutely for everyone at every age. Mm-hmm. And uh, the earlier you you start yeah. that reflection process, yeah. the quicker you get to that refined stage. Yeah, exactly. And, and I wanted to ask you, why is it that you say at an age of 50, that's when it gets more refined? Why can't we refine it at a younger age why is it that we wait or why is it actually not that we wait but so many people reach to this realization at an older age yeah part of it is because there's a little realization that this is your last ten thousand days (laughs) so there's an urgency to it um the other is you you know when you uh, i'll just take myself as an example so I was going to school and then I started my career and then mm. I met my wife, became the woman who became my wife. And then we started having kids and it's like, there was just a lot almost kind of predetermined and a lot of, yeah. I was very busy doing the things I had to do. Yeah. And it wasn't until, you know, you get older sometimes that you have that, that chance to take that step back. Mm-hmm. And that's why I encourage people even at a young age to do that. Because it is very easy to get caught up in the have tos and the should haves and and the career path and have, having kids and all of that kind of yeah. thing. Um, so uh, that's why I say it's for everyone. People do often, you know, seek it when they're in their fifties because mm-hmm. there's a level of, of urgency yeah. and or um, something like fifty six percent of all people over the age of, of fifty have their careers ended in a way they mm-hmm. didn't intend myself included yeah um a lot of a lot of so more than half yeah. um and so there's there's also that critical moment too that that causes reflection and yeah. whatnot but no yeah. i really really encourage young people to do to, yeah. to do yeah. too and you said the the more the deeper you get in 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 it the more refined it gets what do you mean the more refined it gets so I enjoyed, um, as I said early on, uh, coaching and teaching and, yeah. and things like that. But I didn't understand that as a as an aspect of the the deeper root of what I was doing. I saw mm. that as like an adjunct or or a part of the role. Mm. It was when I really got that under. So I could look back and I I might think about jobs I enjoyed. Mm. It was because we were making things. We were improving things. We were. Mm. And a long, for a long time, I thought improvement, uh, like process improvement, I'm a Lean Six Sigma master black belt, that kind of thing, yeah. that that was that was it. But what I found was even within that was when I was helping people 
connect mm. and people do their their thing or or a company too because mm. the, a company having its purpose aligned and then supporting its people aligning that purpose and that's a that's a win-win yeah so so understanding that those were the the moments not mm. the not so much the the higher level like i said transformation efforts or or coaching you know mm-hmm. coaching soccer coaching soccer is not my yeah guy <laughs> yeah but obviously within that there's a lot of opportunity to help individuals learn about themselves uh, and grow and understand their gifts and so yeah and you said it, it gets more refined right when it gets refined does it mean that this is it this is you and it will never change or does it change yeah. as you evolve So that's a great question. Your ikigai is mm. is set. That's who you are. That's who you were created mm. to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the the manifestation of it can change. So as I shared earlier, I've lived I've lived out my ikigai mm. as a as a disc jockey, as a, on yeah. radio, as a as a um, newsman, as a sergeant in the United States Marine Corps. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. that's about as different as you can get. <laughs> yeah. Um, So, so the way you manifest that can change and does change as you grow skills, as you grow um, understanding, as you develop, you know, as a, as a person. Um, I have a friend, for example, a client actually, that he was a pastor. Um, and in his heart of heart, he, heart of hearts, he wants to serve people in that capacity, yeah. right? But he had, uh, he had cancer and he battled cancer twice. And um, as a result, He just doesn't have the the energy and the, and the physical ability to serve people in that role mm-hmm. anymore. So we we sat down and got to the core of, of what he really wants to do and found a different way he could still meet that need. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's a writer, yeah. um, and if you if you Google Ikigai, for example, you'll see a a, a four circle Venn diagram yeah. that shows an intersection, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's I use that. to help people manifest their their ikigai to figure out how right then they might want to live it out yeah. so for him he had the passion and and uh, desire to to spread his his uh vision of faith and he loved writing so he began writing books mm. but if you look at, our, at his circle of strengths so it's it's you know purpose and passion what you're good at what the world needs and what Uh, people are willing to pay for yeah he was he was missing in the circle on on skills because he didn't know how to write dialogue he was he's an excellent writer oh. but writing writing articles and writing dialogue are very different yeah. right yeah. so novels and things yeah. just to explain a bit more about ikigai if for for everyone listening it's just think about the things that you're good at the things that you love the thing that the world needs and the things that you could be paid for so So now kind of defi- defining that, you said earlier that um, uh, it helps you figure out who you are and who you're created to be. So do you believe that we are born created to be something specific or are we the ones who create ourselves? Sure. That's yeah. a great question. <laughs> so to be something specific, yeah. if you're referring to that as career, then no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think that like I was destined to be a disc jockey or, yeah. or an ikigai coach, but I was destined, I think, to be who I am and at my 
my core level, those things that make me special and unique yeah. and, and my gifts, right? So yeah. that's why I separate. And, and even the Venn diagram, which is a very helpful tool, mm. that's not your ikigai. That's a way to show the world your ikigai, mm. if you will. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and you're, you know, the, the essence of you, I mean, that's our, that's our one universal calling, right. To, to be the real us in our, yeah. our ourselves. Yeah. And so that's, that's where I'll differentiate Ikigai from what you're meant to be in the, in the career sense. And, um, it goes well beyond that. Although we so, all have to make a living. And so hundred <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So then who are you? Who am I? Yeah. So I am. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great uh, question. So I am the, you know, the, that person who is, who is about helping other people be what they were meant to be. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that is what drives me. That is what, I mean, I could share with you. Um, there are other aspects to my personality. Yeah. I, uh, Please do. Yeah. Of, person of faith. I am a, I am a husband. I am a, a grandfather, which I love. I love being a grandfather. That's like the best job in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so all those things are, are me. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, but at, at my core, what I'm here to do and what the best expression of me is, mm -hmm. is when I'm helping other people live out, you know, their, Mm -hmm. their true selves mm -hmm. so my my grandson's a great example my grandson likes to do voices he yeah. um he he would get he'd get upset about something <clears throat> excuse me and and um he would talk kind of soft and real i'd say yeah i need you to do a big boy voice yeah. and he, he wouldn't do it and finally I said yeah, i need you to do a grandpa voice so then <laughs> he would he would do a grandpa voice like that yeah. um and then he began doing other voices and imitations and uh from the the movie Aladdin, the cave mm. of wonders. Yeah. You know, uh, I can't do it, especially yeah. not today, but, um, yeah. he, he can do like a perfect cave of wonders, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then he can do the, the, the parrot and so forth. Now, do I think he's going to grow up to be, uh, you know, like an impersonator? No, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. What I am doing though is, is encouraging him to see what, what gets him excited, learn a skill, learn more about himself yeah. and explore yeah. with no judgment and no no have tos uh -huh. Uh -huh. and that's that's the key thing and so that's where i'm living out that essence of me yeah. by helping him in that way and helping other people in that way yeah so it's a it's beyond the job it's beyond those those manifestations right yeah i can live out that that joyous part of being me yeah. with him with this conversation is, yeah. is awesome too and, yeah and so does that, does that make you. sense yeah yeah 100 yeah, and and for me for me i just wonder like why why would people not care about this like why would people not want to encourage other people to be themselves like isn't this something innate in each one of us why is there certain people who feel this deep desire to want to do that or bring that to other people yeah, uh, that's a good question. It's kind of hard for me to answer since it seems so obvious to me, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I have, you know, I have uh, uh, friends. So, so my my client that I was sharing with you, he mm -hmm. he has a passion for sharing his faith, mm -hmm. and he has a passion for connecting it to to science. I mean, he's like into 
multi-dimensional universes. Yeah. And, and I mean, he really cool. gets that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he can get that. And he has a, so, so he may be helping people, you know, without their, their fullness too, yeah. but in a, certainly in a different way in understanding oh. maybe the way the world works, the way faith interacts with science and so forth. Right. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's almost like I, I, I was joked, joking with someone uh, who was asking about it. It's almost like the movie Inception. Yeah. It's my, my purpose is helping people find their purpose. So it's like a purpose within a purpose within a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah I, I remember, I remember it's like, it's, it's funny because it's funny because how can you help someone find their purpose if their purpose is found within them, but it's like you said, it's like you encourage them to, like you said, you were talking about your your uh, your your grand grandson. So uh, how you're telling him, or you're not putting any limitations to him in his life, where he's allowing himself to try and figure it out himself and see what excites him. Mm. So so no, I love that. And so in terms of if you were like now to look at your let's say 18 um 18 year old self what advice would you give yourself back then i would say slow down mm -hmm. you've got plenty of time yeah <laughs> yeah and try some things um, yeah. and be willing to to fail at them and be willing to uh see them all as part of of your growth yeah um yeah i was i on a personal level, I struggle with perfectionism. Yeah. Um, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and um, so I was afraid to stretch and try some things uh, that would have allowed me, I think, to to uncover my ikigai much earlier. Yeah. As well as just know that you know things things all work out. So mm. take take it slow. Yeah. And learn uh, learn things from doing small steps. Yeah. And that that would be my advice to my 18 year old self and put money in stock earlier yeah. than later <laughs> yeah <laughs> 100% um and and you talked about struggling with perfectionism and i've met a lot of people and i think i'm partly guilty of that too um of trying to be perfect so what is the thing that gets us obsessed with being perfect like why would that stop us from taking action well, so if you were, uh, I'll share again an example of myself. Uh, mm -hmm. I was a very good student at school, made mm -hmm. made all A's. And uh, the more A's I made, the mm -hmm. more I became afraid of not making an A. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> yeah. uh, I was, I took chemistry, for example, and for whatever reason, I, I was, I'm an engineer by, by background and stuff. So I'm obviously capable of doing it, but I struggled with chemistry right away. And I dropped the class, yeah. I just dropped it. Because yeah. I wasn't going to, and I would have learned so much more from that if I had taken it and even yeah. failed. I don't think I would yeah. have failed, but I, I probably would have come out with a C or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. And so I limited, I limited myself uh, and what I could have learned from that, um, and didn't always try things that uh, that I would have tried just mm. because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to yeah. to do it. Yeah. And you know what? The other day I was actually reflecting, which is weird that you brought this up, but I was reflecting like, like, why is it? Um, so I got like, actually defined a question. So thank you for sharing all of that with us today. And um, the last question is, what is your definition of success? So my definition of success is when you are living 
fully into your purpose in every aspect of your life. And and I, I'm just trying to, to help people get to a point where, because a lot of people heard that, like a lot of people heard figuring out your purpose, figuring out what you're meant to be. But like, if, so, if you were to just give this one advice to someone about beyond that statement of finding your purpose, like something a bit deeper that they can take action with now or really reflect deeper about, what would you add? So I would say um, there are there are other principles of Ikigai that, yeah. that go deeper than some of what we've even talked about today. Yeah. Um, the 10 rules of, of Ikigai, for example, uh -huh. are, and I'll share those if I can real quick. Yeah. Um, stay active and don't retire. So one, and again, yeah. that may not speak directly to someone yeah. say your age but yeah. the point is if you're doing what you love if you're yeah. fulfilled in what you're doing mm -hmm. there's no need to retire and that doesn't mean you keep working at a formal job it can be a lot of different ways yeah. you can express that right taking life slow and really uh, learning to embrace mm -hmm. the moments and being present and mindful in in the moments and um, surrounding yourself with with good friends and good good events um maintaining your health maintain your body get in shape you know for your next birthday i'm mm. i'm 60 years old and yeah. i run marathons and things and i will yeah. tell you that 10 years ago i was completely sedentary yeah. but it was it was learning to try and grow and do mm. different things and and that's an expression of my EQI too i'm, mm. a, I'm a runner mm. um, those kinds of things it's much it's much deeper than just mm. like i said Look for those opportunities in every aspect of your life mm. where you're connected, where you're fulfilled, where you're providing, you know, a, yeah. a, a, a value in, in that heart sense, right? Yeah. Okay. So I sense what, from what you're saying. So to help people just help find more purpose is to be more mindful and consciously and being present in every single moment so that you are able to capture that experience and learn from it, whether you failed or you have not failed. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's very well said. I may yeah. even steal that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Perfect. So again, thank you so much, David, for sharing all that. And uh, for people who want to connect with you, where should they connect with you? The best way is just through LinkedIn. Just uh, drop me a, a direct message. Uh, you could also uh, email me at dave at com, which is V-L-U-R-U.com. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm on. I'm active on LinkedIn every day, so I, I'm happy to reach out, just like you and I have been able yeah. to connect. So. Awesome, great. And I'm gonna attach your name below so people can get the chance to to connect with you, Dark. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. And please, please, please connect with David. Thank you again, and I hope you have an amazing, awesome rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did. Please feel free to subscribe and rate my podcast. Honestly, it takes a few seconds to do so, but really helps more people to learn about the podcast and impact more people's lives.